Warning, what you're about to hear may contain mature language, adult situations, and depictions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. Howdy, 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 movie lovers. Welcome back to the Trash Heap Podcast. This is the show that sets out to prove that there are no garbage movies, only garbage opinions. It's me, Keith. I'm back. Elliot's in Hawaii, so we've got someone different here sitting in for a very special episode. It's my mom. Hi, mom. Hey, Keith. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. Trash heap. Love it. This is a kind of a last minute uh, off the cuff experiment, but uh, I think it's going to work out. You might as well get me before I'm too old. So the reason I brought you on is it's Halloween time. And even though the day has come and gone, the spirit of Halloween lasts all year long. And nothing embodies the spirit of Halloween more than John Carpenter's Halloween. It's arguably the most famous Halloween movie of all time and is synonymous with the holiday. And it's also synonymous with my movie sensibilities. In fact, it's Halloween 2 that's almost entirely responsible for my interest in horror movies. Yeah, I'm not sure I can take that. (laughs) You're definitely responsible. So today we're going to talk about the Halloween movies, specifically the first two, and the importance that those movies have played in our lives, and then also get your knee-jerk reaction to Halloween 2018 that recently came out. Okay, well, didn't see that one yet. We'll, we'll bridge that gap. We'll, we'll figure out a compromise. So to get started, let's talk about real quick, where were you in your life when the original Halloween came out in 1978? 1978, really? That's when it was? That's it. <laughs> well, geez, that was, uh, was a junior year in high school. Pretty much up to no good. So you were a rebellious youth, raising hell all over town. Did you go... Well, let's see. In 1978, what did we do? We cruised downtown Bremerton. Went to Kager's. Pretty much all the stuff that horror movies are made of. Yeah, all the stuff that kids in horror movies just asking to be slaughtered would do. Exactly. So you were the template. Bonfires. Uh Uh-huh. Well done. (laughs) Now, did you? What kind of awareness did you have of uh, Halloween? Did you so see? So, most horror movies, I don't think we really watched them because they weren't on regular TV. Did you see any commercials? <clears throat> no, that wasn't for Disney. <laughs> so, I think Halloween. I think Halloween was my first real exposure. I know that other kids my age had seen, like, uh, what's that other Halloween movie? Freddy, the Freddy movies. I know those were, like, on cable or something, but I never had cable, so. Well, those ones actually didn't come out for a couple more years. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think the... The first Nightmare on Elm Street came out in 1980. Okay, that's right. Yeah, that seems right. I don't think I saw it until 83 when you were born. The year I was born. I was the dream child. Yeah. Zach, 
actually true. You know, growing up as a Disney child, um, Disney and John Wayne at the drive-in movies. It's pretty much all I saw until Friday the 13th. Um, except for Dark Shadows when I was a little kid. Dark Shadows was so scary to me. Yeah, that show is like actually... pillow, really, for real, pillow in front of the face, scary. So, <clears throat> my dad actually took me to the movie theater uh, to see Michael Myers. So... Yeah, I thought it was pretty, pretty intense, especially throughout those hospital scenes. So you didn't see the original Halloween in the theater when it came out? No, I actually saw it years later on TV, like on a Saturday morning run of uh, movies. So I actually saw it afterwards. Definitely, though, the best one, I think. I mean, it's your introduction. It's got to be the scariest. I mean, it was... And for us kids who grew up in the 70s, trick-or-treating, man, was everything. And uh, we'd always had all those rumors of scary razor blades in your candy and stuff like that. So, yeah really scary flash forward to 1981 the original halloween has been a smash hit success the most money-making independent movie of all time uh changes the holiday forever and makes a huge impact and also kickstarts john carpenter's film career uh in 1981 it's time for a sequel where were you just a couple of years later 18. So at that point, you were able to go to the movies by yourself if you wanted to. By then, I was didn't really go to the movies. <laughs> That's why I went with Dad. So you saw Halloween 2 in the theater with your dad. I saw Halloween 2 in the theater with my father, probably because I didn't have a date. It was so flipping bloody. It was much scarier than the original with the hospital and... Yeah, the hospital part was intense. I mean, it was definitely bloodier. I mean, watching blood pour out onto the floor. Was, yeah, the know. big puddle of blood. Yeah, it was gruesome, but... Especially with the opening of, you know, recapping the original Halloween with Michael getting shot, falling off the balcony. Then he gets up and walks away. And as we pick up the movie, you see what happens when he gets up and walks away and he literally goes down the block to another house, you know, creeping down side streets uh, as a girl is on the phone with her friend. Yeah. Front door wide open. As it would have been, exactly. Yeah. Back then. The illusion of safety. Most of us were babysitters in a creepy house that squeaked. Yeah. So true. Well, it's interesting that that your own experience with Halloween 2 is pretty close to my own. And it's also because of you. Mm. Although I didn't see it in the theater, but we had a 
recorded from television VHS copy. Yeah. With sort of some of the commercials included from KCPQ 13, Night at the Movies. It was Saturday at the movies. Yeah. <laughs> it was during the day, I'm pretty sure. So, don't know, you know. It was just one of those things where, you know, if the kid won't watch it if he's scared. So, what the heck? Well, I remember... Apparently, you didn't close your eyes. <laughs> I remember it cut off. We sort of had, like, uh, the VHS static... And it came in right as Michael Myers was walking down yeah, the alleyway. Yeah, because I probably missed the first Yeah, first and for opening. years and years and years, I thought that's how the movie started. <laughs> Just like instantly, we're in the alley with Michael Myers walking around, and then he stops at the house. And then I eventually got Halloween 2 on DVD and found out there's a whole little scene with Donald Pleasance at the beginning shouting at one of the neighbors. And it's actually kind of corny, and I wish it would start just with him walking around i ended up seeing that first right so because we had the tape i saw right. halloween 2 first and it absolutely scared the pants off of me yeah you should have yeah because when you see him walking around those neighborhoods even though we didn't live in the suburbs i recognized streets like that and I was we had actually, lights yeah, yeah that looked like that i was actually more afraid that terminator was gonna affect you that I'd get a phobia of time travelers and robots. I don't know. I thought Terminator was pretty over over all more destructive to a child's brain. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's pretty violent and also terrifying. That was an awesome movie. Yeah, it's great. And then we got the video game. Anyways, back to Michael. But so, so what's scarier than Michael Myers? I mean, even to this day, I go to a Halloween party, you know, and there's a Michael Myers standing off in the dark corner, and you know, it just sends chills up your spine. Yeah, it's much scarier than someone dressed up as, say, a bottle of sriracha or a bumblebee, yeah, or whatever. That's what people dress up as now, Captain Crunch. These silly joke costumes. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some cool ones, though. So, I'm not sure what a bottle of sriracha looks like. It's the hot sauce with the the rooster on the side and the green top. What's interesting is that your child grows up and has a podcast about Michael Myers. That's not what it's about. You don't listen, obviously. (laughs) Stop trying to hijack the show. (laughs) No, but it's interesting that this idea that, you know, neither of us saw the original first. We saw the second sort of more extreme version. No, and both of us think that it's a great movie. Yeah, we both think it's the scarier, more intense version of the movie. Well, yeah, her crawling through that freaking whole hospital all night long, and apparently nobody actually works there. Yeah. That was intense. Yeah, and I mean, in addition to the the hospital setting being terrifying, which plays on everyone's fears of being in the hospital and having surgery and being drugged up and all these kinds of things. Yeah, it's supposed to be the safe place. Yeah, there's also these scenes of, you know, people going to and from different activities on Halloween. Even at the hospital, you see that kid who has the razor blade stuck in his mouth. Just like I said, those are the things that I grew up with. 
So well, you, those stories came from Seattle. So you know people that that happened to. I don't know people that it happened to, but in the neighborhoods where I, I lived as a child, those stories came out of like West Seattle was where, you know, it was reportedly that those razor blades were found in apples or something during trick-or-treating. So, I mean, when you're watching that as an adult, that's like an instant click. Like now you're going to remember that movie because now it reminds you of something of your childhood. What do you think about the news reports that are on TV throughout the movie? There's several scenes where the characters are just sitting and watching the news unfold on TV, not realizing that Michael Myers is in the vicinity or hearing it on the radio. Like in the opening scene, that girl is on the phone with her friend. Her friend tells, asks her about the murders. She yeah. turns up the radio and she's like, that's right down the street. Yeah, that <laughs> was creepy. That really was creepy. And then later on at the hospital, the paramedics are watching TV. One of the characters talks about her friend saw Michael Myers in a field the night before. And then the paramedic corrects her and tells her that that isn't possible because he didn't escape until just the other night but it's as soon as something terrible happens it changes the way people think and interpret the events you know the scariest thing about michael myers is really the fact that he never said a damn word even as a kid nothing but you could hear him breathing so you know he's alive I mean, what did you think when you when you first saw Halloween 2? What did you think he was? Did you just sort of agree with the movie that he was the, the boogeyman and you couldn't explain it? Or did you read more into it? No. What did Grandpa think? Grandpa, he, he liked it. He likes horror movies for some odd reason. I don't... I, I never understood... He never watched them with us. I mean, we're sheltered children who only watched, like I said, Disney and John Wayne. But when those were around. When we had to go to bed if something was on TV. You know, it was bedtime at 9 o'clock, so we were never exposed to that as kids. So I had no idea my father liked uh, horror movies until I was, yeah, 18. But apparently it runs in the blood. Apparently, because I caught him the other day watching something where there's a freaking sawed-off arm crawling across a table. You watching, Pop? That sounds awesome. What movie was that? I have no idea. I was like, turn that off. Well, so if it hadn't been for you seeing Halloween 2 and being so scared by it, we never would have had that copy of it recorded on VHS and then I never would have gotten so into horror movies. Yeah, that's a lot to put on your mother. Yep, sorry. That's the the cross you have to bear. <laughs> but it wasn't just, I mean, Halloween kickstarted it, but then later on it was The Lost Boys. I remember hiding behind the couch while that was on. I crawled out from my room, and no one knew I was there, as far as I could tell. And then uh, The Thing... And then even later on, 
when Tales from the Crypt was in syndication. Yeah, Tales from the Crypt wasn't really scary. It wasn't, but it still had... It has creepy music. Yeah, and horror elements, zombies and werewolves and <clears throat> monsters. And it was also the edited version, right? It didn't have the same nudity and violence that the HBO version right. had. Right, uh-uh. Not at all. But it still was exciting. I liked the Crypt Keeper puppet and You know, it, and... it was the whole... It's the whole package, so that's why they put it on after midnight or after 11.30 at night. And it was on at 9.30. Well, that was later on. <laughs> when a, yeah, that's what I remember, It was at on least. later, I think. And yeah. <clears throat> I had limited It was TV. on when children should go to bed, so. Right. One of the few times I threw a fit about It makes it feel like it's, you know, an adult-only thing. Oh, definitely. But then it has this lovable puppet character yeah, as a host. See, yeah, marketing's involved in everything we do. Okay, please don't ruin the magic. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, right? Okay, then flash forward to 2018. And here we got a brand new Halloween movie. Essentially a, a reboot of the series, but also a direct sequel to the original. Now, you have not seen this movie. No, I haven't. Well, we got to fix that. Um, so what I think we're going to do here... I'm not sure I'm ready for 2019 horror. 2018. Oh. I think you can do it. I think it, you'll you'll find it pretty, pretty interesting. And I'm really excited to hear your whole reaction. What we're going to do first, though, is we're going to just take a quick second. I'm going to show you the trailer for it. Uh-huh. And then... I'm just going to get your initial thoughts. <clears throat> okay. He's waited for this night. He's waited for me. I've waited for him. Get out! Go home! Get inside! You don't believe in the boogeyman? Can you close the closet door? All right, well, what did you think of that? Well, basically the same plot, but Jamie Lee's like, done a 180 heather she's not sure who's the star jamie lee or michael i mean he's definitely what we all came to see but yeah it's really interesting they took the route of she's not afraid no more no she's got ptsd and she's been training waiting for him to uh pop back up again almost yeah so i ask again who's the bad guy I mean, I think still the serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) That's what evil does, though. Pushes you over the edge. Looks like it's going to be a good movie. Does it look scary? Uh, well, him throwing the teeth over the edge there of the stall, that's kind of scary. Not much you can see from, you know, that clip, but... yeah. What about the when he's standing in the closet? 
Well, that's classic Michael Myers. I don't know. Kind of like what you expect him to do. Mm-hmm. You knew by the third pound of the door that it was going to be Michael. Yeah. But I think that's good because, you know, we all have that memorized how that movie goes and looks like it's going to take us on the same trip down Halloween Lane. What do you think about him, Michael Myers, being older and institutionalized yeah that's scene i was a little confusing i don't know who was michael which guy was michael uh the guy standing sort of chained up to that block you don't see his face you just see him from the back he's got kind of silvery hair is balding i don't even think i saw him oh might have to watch it twice i think that the other two guys in the wheelchairs like took my attention so the other mental patients are the real stars. They're not stars, but they, <laughs> you know, of course they grabbed my attention because because they're shouting. They and have flailing those, so many things going on. But that's how Michael works. He's always in the background. So I get it. So when can we expect you to watch Halloween 2018? Wow. Hopefully before Halloween 2020. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. No, it looks good. Great. Well, Mom, thanks for taking the time to chat with me about Halloween. One last question. Is there a better movie to watch on Halloween than Halloween? No. Great. Well, if you want my mom to watch Halloween 2018 and hear her reaction or even a live commentary... Uh, I'm going to be putting up a poll, so please make your voice heard so that I can drag my mom back onto this podcast. And uh, we'll listen to her talk about the further adventures of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode. And don't let your kids watch Michael Myers. Yeah, otherwise they'll turn out like me. (laughs) Well, that about does it for this episode, so stay tuned for... Another episode of The Trash Heap, and until then, the dumpster is closed.